everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week stars hero Lael Neal, an extraordinary musician and artist I'm a huge fan of. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I urge you, go back and listen. Many of the events we are discussing today were discussed in last week's episode with Guy Blakesley. Um, They experienced a life and spirit and consciousness altering event together, and it's really cool to hear how it played out from each of their perspectives. Lael just put out a new record, which rules. Go listen to it. Her voice is stunning and her perspective is divine. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Hi. Hey. Hi. Thank you so much for coming here and talking to me um, on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So this is really exciting. This is like, in some ways, part two of of what's coming out tomorrow, which will be everyone else's last week. Um, But... uh, in some ways, part two, but in a lot of ways, part one of an even greater mystery that I feel like has been um, uncovering itself between you and I. Personally, I feel like there is like this like um, a huge friendship awaiting us on the other side of this interview. <laughs> but like, I feel like we, you were on the other side of the story that everyone's hearing this week, which is Guy's story. Um, but also I feel like we're supposed to be friends in a, I really do way of like, we ran into each other at a coffee shop. Do you remember when that was? Oh, well, was it, was it as recently as last spring? Was that when I think so. And I felt like it was like really chaotic in that coffee shop. Um, and I can be kind of chaotic feeling like outside, uh, during the daytime um so I was I didn't know if I added to that but I was like oh this person's so cool like this person's so cool I don't know them at all but can just tell like I really like this person um and you said that you knew about the podcast and like something had you had listened to the one from the day before or something I had just listened to your podcast which I'd never even I hadn't heard of before and I am so glad I found it but um (laughs) I uh, yeah, it was because a woman who I had gone to for a session, Laura Ellis, had been on your podcast. And I think she shared it or something. I found it through her. Okay. Um, and I was like, who's this Bonnie? I feel like we're going to be friends. And Yay! then I saw you the next day, you know. So crazy. Yeah. So it's so clear. Um, uh, but yeah, so that was like really wild to me. And then there was a few key words exchanged on that day that I was like, what, you know about this? Um, and then your special partner, uh, Guy, is somebody that I know, just like in the way that everybody that lives here, or a lot of people that live here know each other, um, but that I've also had this like, kind of like, like, is this a, do I past life person or whatever? And then now having talk to him about his situation uh not uh, not situation but and having like just like seen your instagram <laughs> which is funny is i feel and listen to your music um which i'm a huge fan of your music and art i feel like 
we are getting this this we're on the same channel i don't know what it is but like we're pulling from the same source or maybe we're the the same thing or you know we're all connected whatever it is but i just really am like excited to talk to you to get your perspective on where you get your art and music from and and then go into the story of like the last couple years for you but i just like looking at yeah you're it's just so weird to me how much i've never met anyone um before right now that seems to be pulling from the same source um and now like i feel like you guys are in some way and i just i'm so excited so please tell me everything (laughs) oh well well i'm actually curious i'm i don't mean to turn the tables but i'm curious where you pull from because i mean i'm just yeah yeah no i just i fully like just channel it i don't not from a specific i I don't know yet like i just started the awareness of the fact that it's channeling um uh like um in 2020 i guess so march of 2020 is the first time we recorded a record that i fully channeled um and we finished recording the day i think of the accident uh was the last day we recorded um and i think it was like we had like a kids chorus and like backing vocal gang um on that day if it's the same day but i feel in my heart like it's basically the same day um but yeah is that i don't like um and i will also just say is this last so it was my birthday what month like three months ago or four months ago or two months ago (laughs) no (laughs) that's how i am with math yeah it's like three months ago and I made a conscious decision on that day, which I think this is actually helpful information for everyone. Um, So it's not a waste of, not a total waste of time, but for the first time, like, cause we had been on tour all year and hadn't been home for more than three weeks all year. And you lose, you, you can't have yourself on tour. You have to, in my experience of how I tour, like I can't, um, have a body it can't be connected to it so I turn it off and then when I get home I'm like oh so I realized in my birthday is August 25th I was like every 25th of the month I'm gonna check in and see how well I'm doing on a specific task for the month um or not even task just way of uh outlook or view or whatever and I chose the first month to just like really actually feel first how something makes me feel whether or not I turn off my body um, from it, just like, oh, like, what do you want to eat? Like, actually, I would like Chinese food. And then even, but you can't have it, but you know. And just doing that simple, like, practice of checking in with body um, for these, like, three, four, whatever months uh, has made, like, my shit pop off. Like, I am so synchronized, so, like, psychic so just like um so many things that I'm like I maybe I'll be able to channel a specific thing but I've never been this in like focused on like using the body as like an instrument of intuition or something 
Yeah. I don't know if that makes any That's sense. Amazing. That's such a great idea. I'm it's so weird. That. Yeah, because you... Uh, my natural instinct is be like, no, that's okay. Or like, I'm fine. Or I don't need that. But it's like, well, that you don't have to have it. But what what would you want? And like first feeling that for a second and being like, oh, that makes me feel bad. Like it does. Why? You know, is like a really like builds some good, good ass shit. (laughs) But yeah, what do you sorry for like that long thing. But what do you what do you I know or what do you channel or well yeah. I don't it's funny I don't I don't really I'm definitely like really interested in all of that and I intend it and I kind of call on something all the time um and actually I I I guess I haven't been really considering it channeling but I do do a practice that Laura Ellis told me in one of Oh cool with her which was that whenever I was sitting down to make work, whether it was music or painting, that I should imagine golden light coming in, in through my left hand Mm -hmm. and then around and out through my right hand, but as like rainbow opalescent light. Um, So I actually do that almost every time I sit down to make something. That's Um, so cool. It's funny because when I think of channeling, I think of, you know, you have like another consciousness moving right. through or something. So this is more, this feels very subtle to me. And so I actually think of it, I think of light a lot and um, and color. That's kind of, that kind of feels like the, my, my way of channeling or whatever. Yeah. Um, very kind of amorphous and not, you know, a concrete thing. Yeah, no, totally. I did. It's funny to ask that. I've never asked someone these questions. Only people have asked me them. And so I know how it feels. It's like, I don't, you know, yeah. like, yeah. um, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. But that's super cool. I love, I love to think about. Yeah, I, I think that's so cool. It's just like an energy or a light or it's not like, I always thought of channeling as like, oh, there's like a person up there like directly yeah. talking to you and you're like, okay, wait, what? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, okay, hold on, slow down. Like, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's cool. I just, I guess I feel like, when did you record your record that, your record did just come out? In April, yeah. Yeah. Feels recent. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was recorded while Guy and I were living in Virginia. Um, Mm. And yeah, over the course of, I guess it was probably 2022. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that, that was, that was kind of like the culmination of the years of COVID or whatever. Um, Yeah. So it feels very much like it, it's a record that was created in that, in that, time and that frame of mind and also that environment which was so different than my life has I've mostly lived in Los Angeles as an adult and this was a return to my family's farm in Virginia yeah it was all it it was all a very different it kind of sounds like that you know like it sounds like free of sounds free it sounds 
like it's it's uplifting I don't know if that's what it's like I it's not like it doesn't sound like isolated or in any neg there's no like it's not negative it seems very positive I love it so much it's such a good record thank you uh yeah it's funny my uncle who lives in Virginia um he listened to it and I I could tell he was he was like I'm getting through your record um <laughs> <laughs> he was like it's it's pretty dark, huh? It's like, oh, weird. I don't, you know, I didn't perceive it as dark. Yeah. But it, it's so funny how different people perceive the same piece. Yeah. Yeah, totally. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Do you, um, and so everybody that's listening to this, or not everybody, that's, you can never use those kinds of words. Some <laughs> of the people uh have listened to guy's story last week which you i guess you said that you heard him telling it and we're like oh, i want to pop yeah. in and say some things and i guess um for anyone that didn't listen to it listen to last week's episode just for something i really love it, uh, in the world is perspective um and and that the more we learn about how different people perceive the same situation like the more we can not even be nice to other people, but just like help ourselves. Cause to, yeah, like I was just telling a friend, I had been wearing like these glasses of this one perspective for like several years that made me mad and sad. And I just took them off in the last couple of days. And I was like, what? That was what? just your way of looking at shit, dude. Like, why did you, you chose that? And I was like, oh my God, like I always forget that you can shift your perspective at the very least but so i'm super excited to hear your um yeah just like what what happened in your life um on the day that something happened to everyone but you guys just have this super unique um and i think really helpful like healing story uh and also includes the arcturians um would you can you tell me your uh, your tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, this was March 13th, 2020. Um, and I was, I was singing on a friend's record and then I was going to surprise guy at Zebulon where he was working. Cause he was kind of having a feeling that it was probably his last day or days of work at Zebulon. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I got there like right around when he was supposed to get there and I was waiting outside and talking to some of the other bartenders and there was no one there. It was just completely empty basically, except for the people that worked there. And, um, and I, I was talking to a girl out there and we heard an ambulance come and we were, we were just kind of like, oh no, I hope everyone's okay. And. Um, and then the ambulance stopped like right across the street. And then the owners of Zebion were, were like, well, we're going to go check out and make sure that everything's okay over there. And then the, one of the managers came back and was just ghost white and came right up to me. And he was like, that's guy over there. He's unconscious, you know, and I just completely like to, I went into complete like panic mode. I yeah. mean, I, 
I just, I like left my body. I, I feel like for sure. And I was just trying to come, come back down and breathe. And, um, and so I went over there with him and guy was like out on a stretcher and was totally unconscious and had blood coming out of his nose. (gasps) And I was just like, is he dead? You know, I really was like, is he dead or is his neck broken or, you know, whatever the worst things you could think of. And, um, and I was just shaking like, a yeah. Um, and the, and then I was going to drive to the hospital, but I was so just kind of beside myself that, that the owner of Zebulon, I'll never, he, he was my angel that night. He, I'll never forget how good he was. He drove me. And then he also came into the hospital with me and, um, and he like kept me, he kept me yeah. in good state. Um, but, and then aside from that, I have my own like personal thing with hospitals where they just totally freak me out. Okay. Anyway, just being like in a hospital or near is anything. That, yeah. Is that, you don't have to talk about, but is that from a past experience or just cause they're hospitals? Yeah. I mean, I, I had a really, I had a, um, a my appendix burst but it was like really I was in the Bahamas so it had burst for a really long time and I won't give you the whole story but by the time I got to the hospital in the U.S. it was really really far down the road and um and so I ended up being in the hospital for like 10 days and then another five or six days um, with that, but I just, Oh my God, I'm sorry. I just, and I don't know. It like, it no, even they're thinking. About it. It, no, totally. I, I just, sorry. I have, I guess nobody, or, and obviously you don't know, is I have a weird relationship with hospitals. So I'm always curious other people's, but um, like I, I've always, for me, it's always been ob- like a horrible situation, but, um, but I've always been the patient in most of my situation so I just have the an association of like finally like just not having to deal with reality so I kind of like the I don't like going to the hospital but when I think of hospitals I think of like the few times in my life where like I'm finally not responsible for anything and no Ah. one's gonna give me shit so I'm just always curious like uh yeah yeah I just don't have it that I mean, it's a weird association, obviously, but <laughs> no, though it's, it's it's reminding me of your glasses thing. I just maybe need to put on some different. I, I mean, they're they're so. horrible. You know, it's a place where also, if you're sensitive, literally, no one's in there. That's like not again, not no one, but my best friend works in the ER, uh, and it's a, you know, it's a place where most people are going on the worst or the worst day of their life or around the one of the worst yeah. days of their lives. It's a pretty bum out place. Um, I just like, I think there's something, yeah, deeply strange in me that likes the like, oh, it's not your, you don't have to worry about what you're going to wear. They give you this like sheet, you know, yeah. just <laughs> it's a weird perspective to have, I think. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I can kind of get like this, the beeping sounds, the, yeah. the, you know, it is, it is kind of lulling in a way. Yeah. You know, 
I, and they I, just give you drugs to sleep. So you're right. just like, whoa, what was that oh. dream? Like, oh, whatever. Well, that is definitely something I remember. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I was on morphine for a while and I was just, just clicking that button. Like, I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a weird vacation <laughs> from reality that, like, I, I feel like shouldn't be the only way adults or anyone can have like a total <laughs> vacation, but it's, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so I'm so sorry. But so you guys, you, I mean, that, that's like so huge just to see, you know, be, be there. Like, do you feel looking back on it that you're happy that you were there? Yeah. Yeah. So once I got into the, ER and we were kind of waiting um and I was just able to kind of hold his head um yeah and and basically do energy work yeah which was great because there was there was so much of being kind of ignored which is yeah there's a lot going on in the ER um and and then the doctors, you know, would come by and, and tell you this horrible, like, horrible thing, like, oh, he, he has to get head surgery, brain surgery, but we're going to give him a few, like, another hour until we do another scan and make sure. So I had an hour. I basically was like, okay, I've been given an hour yeah. to make that not happen yeah. in any way that I can. So I was holding his head and I, I was like, okay, I'm calling on the Arcturians because I've, from what I've kind of learned about them is that they do um, kind of surgery body work. Um, and I was just desperate, you know, yeah. like angels and, and aliens and stuff. And, um, and so I called on them and I could feel that call, like a very calming presence. And I just was able to kind of meditate and hold guy's head and, just imagine them working on him. And so like an hour or two go by and and the doctor, they did more scans and then they found that they were just going to keep an eye on him and not operate. Um, mm-hmm. So I was with Guy through the night in the ICU and just kind of kept, kept whatever praying or yeah calling on other beings to help and stuff yeah and so he made it through the night and then um and then guy's dad came and he was able to kind of take over while I went home and shower and stuff and when I came back to the hospital to go up there they wouldn't let me in um because I wasn't immediate family and the COVID lockdown had just. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was driving home. I think I left really early in the morning, the next, or maybe it wasn't, I don't even remember, but the freeways were empty. And the only thing I remember were the big signs that they had saying lockdown or stay, everyone stay in, don't, of you know, six feet apart. It was like all the yeah. catchphrases of COVID that we yeah. were being blasted on the freeway to no one. No one was driving. Wow. No one was out. It was, it was truly like the world had ended. Yeah. So, and you were like alone. Yeah. And yeah, you had a, 
this crazy like mission like every yeah that's so crazy i'm so sorry and i'm i think you're so cool um but it's yeah just like that is super heavy um and and like heavy for everyone that was going through the like just being at home in their jammies and then like you just being like my entire personal life like outside life and actually earth like just change (laughs) is just super heavy um and I think it's so cool that like you um chose that time to call in and ground and like um be you know like find um like a healing sort of thing instead of I think is like pretty natural to just freak fucking out and not get anything done and like well, you know, I, it's so, I mean I didn't. yeah but you know like those those moments where you're just totally alone in the world and you're yeah. you know like it's just so cool that you chose um yeah, you you used healing light. Like that's pretty cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, I feel so grateful. I mean, I I who knows who with anything, but I I do feel like that was um I I feel like the whole experience was kind of guided in some way. Um even just getting us the, the accident being a motivator to get us out of Los Angeles and and be kind of completely in a different experience by living on on my family's farm for three years so every every part of it felt very protected and kind of facilitated in a very safe way um so i've definitely felt the presence of of some kind of guiding you know through that so I I I I know I wasn't alone and truly yeah that's so cool I mean have you had like that knowing that feeling of knowing which is so like so cool but have you ever or have you always had that at different points in your life or is that something that's grown or I I definitely my aunt is an energy worker and she yeah and she taught my best me and my best friend reiki we did reiki training when i was 11 um but i feel like from before then i was talking to fairies and i was just totally i was kind of into like the nature spirits and i was definitely always communicating it felt one-sided in a way because I was the one that was just communicating. <laughs> I've never been able to like hear anything or anything like that. Um, but I've, yeah, I've always just felt completely drawn to that side of life. And and it's Guy and I the other night were watching, well, we watch these shows where it's like, um, you know, ancient aliens or, uh, or, near-death experiences or whatever and there's this there's always a component to all these kind of mainstream versions of that where it's like could it be is it possible that the, you know, yeah. you know everyone in it believes it but yeah no one, everyone's like well we're doing scientific experiments to find whether this is true or not yeah and 
And that makes me so annoyed because I'm just like, I just believe it. You know, yeah. Why? I don't need scientific science has been a fairly recent thing that humans yeah. have made up whereas <laughs> this spiritual connection to another dimension or world has been longer as long as humanity has existed probably yeah I'm like why do we need proof what what does that even mean you know yeah I don't really know why they need it either but I think it's uh it's spooky to be like you don't have like you're not you know like your body isn't the center of the universe and you're not in total control of everything that happens, I guess. Or I don't know. I always think about this. It's so weird what you are allowed to believe in and what you're not allowed to believe in. Like you're allowed to believe not that I don't or whatever, but some like one guy is the son of God and he came back from the dead, but nobody else is allowed to right. like, <laughs> you know, that would be weird to imagine yeah. other people doing that or like, yeah, there's like these, there's a, a fiery like hell that you go to or a right. like cloudy heaven. It's so strange. Like that's okay to believe in. That seems like yeah, really yeah. weird to me that it, <laughs> You know, it's like, I don't know why you're allowed to believe in what you're allowed to believe in, but there definitely is like categories of things that are too far. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's so cool that you felt like, I mean, I guess it just brings up like, this is, you can totally be like, I don't know, but it's sometimes when people talk about these stories, like you, you're, we're talking about it from like, where everyone's sort of like healthy now and like everything's okay. Um, and you can look back and be like, you were guided through it, but it's like now that you're far enough away from it, can you say that it's like, like it happened for a reason that you think makes sense? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of the, the only way to get through <laughs> life. <Yeah. laughs> um, I've, I mean, and like that was a tough situation, but I've never actually been through. I mean, I've been through tough things. I felt like that was um, so tough. I was having a really hard time through. I was calling my parents like every single day. Yeah, I can't make it. I'm all alone, and I he's could be dead at any. You know, I so no. there definitely moments of it being really hard but but also I've I haven't had like truly awful traumatic experiences so it's it's hard for me to say that like everything happens for a reason for everybody you know yeah well I don't think everything happens for a reason for everybody but <laughs> and I also think what you went through is like deeply traumatic <laughs> like uh and everyone's so different just like how like a a people siblings experience parents differently like everyone's so different that like you know if that like your sensitivity might you know is is everyone so different and that is like a deeply deeply intense situation that like can you know like could could ruin someone's life <laughs> like just be so you know just like be so hard um like I we talk, like I had a mini, a tiny, mini little bite of a situation like that last week. And it was like brutal, you know, and just your own head, your own thoughts are like everyone's worst enemy. 
is yeah. you, you know, so it's like to be forced to be with yourself in a really, that's the worst part, I think, is your own personal thoughts and to like, like, breathe and overcome your own thoughts to pull in a light source to heal someone is pretty fucking cool, you know, and like, um, I guess, yeah, like, I was about to be like, did you like go to therapy or anything? Or did you have like any body stuff personally that came up? Oh, I mean, yeah, I definitely had. Um, I've definitely kind of am always dealing with my own stuff. So it's hard to say what yeah, yeah. happened in my life have made, you know, have. Yeah. Um, but uh but yeah, I would say that both Guy and I had um, shamanic treatments where where um, a lot of it is called soul retrie- retrieval. And yeah. I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing that I I feel like happens when there's a traumatic experience is that and because I felt. Yeah, can you talk about that? Because I don't I don't really know that much about it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, I, um, I first learned about it because I was working for a woman, a family, um, but the wife and I were very, very close. And she did, she started doing energy healing work um, while I was working for her as like kind of a household assistant and a nanny a little bit. Um, But she and I had our, had like a really, really close relationship. And then she started being able to do healing and be psychic and have all these kind of what I call superpowers come through. Yeah. Because they're kind of seeing it unfold. Yeah. Was it because of an event or just? She had experienced a lot of trauma in her childhood. And I think she really went through a lot of healing work and layers of stuff. And eventually I feel like she broke through in that Absolutely. sometimes that's what ha- happens, you know, yeah. a wounded healer or whatever. Um, yeah. You have to kind of go through this initiation basically. Um, oh, to yeah. And, and to, to go through so much that you can be responsible and ethical in the work that you're yeah. doing, just like really ungrounded and, and kind of, crazy about it you know she was very like in her body and present and yeah. um, a lot of herself for that um and so but anyway she's the reason that I that I started learning about the Arcturians and the different um like extraterrestrial interdimensional beings but then also yeah. she she got into shamanism and um so she was practicing on me a lot oh. And that was really powerful. And, um, and the, the soul retrieval component is, is the idea that as we go through life and potentially, if you believe in past lives, you kind of can become fractured in your soul through traumatic events that like pieces of you kind of split off and, and, and cause they can't really deal with it. I'm sure that there's, like psychological and scientific names for this and versions of it. It's just kind of a different lens through which yeah. to see all the same thing. Um, 
to me. And, um, and then, and also like the past life thing, I feel like is, I think people can take it very literally and I, and I could do that too, but also it's just as like helpful and relevant to think of it as an analogy, basically that like in, if someone's like in this lifetime, you had a, um, a relationship with your father that had this dynamic and this dynamic and that's what's playing out now it's maybe that's true but maybe it doesn't matter and it's just because it kind of everything's happening now anyway so anyway I'm going like way off tangent. no this is exactly <laughs> exactly I think why you're here this is really 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 cool <laughs> oh I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad yeah you- no this is this is like you're answering some huge questions that I've needed answering for a while. So please continue. I don't know any, by the way, I know nothing. I just am conveying my experience with, and it was mostly with this woman who I was. So, um, uh, but I experienced a lot of like powerful, energetic work and, and changes in, in my, in my being and in my orientation in the world. And so I've, I've seen a lot of benefit from that. Um, and so anyway, cut to Guy and I's experience, we both thought it would be a good idea to, to do some shamanic work because that, that seems like if you have a near death experience or if you lose consciousness, even, um, where is that consciousness going and does it all come back in and why would it want to if you yeah. you know your body has been totally <laughs> um and so that that was very helpful and yeah. even, um i mean i feel like healing is the idea of healing is coming into wholeness um and so that seems like kind of a fundamental part of that is, is, um, is pulling more of yourself into your body. Yeah. Even like throughout the day, I can notice, I can see when guys like, he's like, I left my body. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, through, even through a day, you can kind of experience these little jolts of, of wanting to leave. And I, I think some people more than, than other people have that kind of tendency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I think that that's so cool. I think, um, I didn't know what soul retrieval was before, but, um, sounds super cool. I'm, I'm really like, uh, obsessed with, I kind of view it more for, for me in this particular section of my life. It feels really true that, um, I've forgotten who I am, like who my soul is. And I'm just like, this like burdened body who's just like eh, I don't want to do anything like eh, you know and then it's like I'm trying like that's what being in a body is is kind of just like I don't like this eh. and I kind of forgot like dude like shut up you're an eternal light being so it's like the soul retrieval part would be like stop worrying about this body stuff like you've let go of worrying about it you know um and there's so many little lessons and things and I feel like what I'm obsessed with and what I've been talking to people about lately are these grand events that happen that kind of shake the body to the point where it's like oh 
this is just an experience. Like I am my soul or whatever, you know, just for lack of better word, but it's, uh, yeah, I just think it's so interesting that I don't know. Obviously I don't know what happens where, what happens when you're not in your body, but I just think it's so interesting that most people have a hard time getting out of the body experience, you know, like having the like, I just feel like we're so in our bodies and in our heads and it's like, that's not what it's even about. Like that's that we're not supposed to be viewing it that way. That's not why we chose to come back or, or are here. That's not the part of the experience that matters, but we're so hyper-focused on the part of the experience that is like the smallest. Yeah, Yeah. It's like being like given like a, a dollhouse and just being like, just like looking at the doorknob for like a whole life. And it's like, no, that's not why you have that. Like you're allowed to go open it up and look inside. And you're just like, nah, I'm focused (laughs) on this doorknob for 20 years. And uh, now I'm focused on like, you know what I mean? It's just so weird. Like, why do we, why do you think we forget what's the big picture? Well, this this world is kind of built to make us forget you know i mean it's um we're so distracted and constantly we're so in our heads i mean that's kind of the um i noticed that i'm pretty good about social media and not getting like completely taken into it but that's when i really notice (laughs) that we're just like all in our head it's like yeah kind of your consciousness gets kind of sucked into this thing and then you're not even feeling your body or your spirit it's like just your your mind or something gets gets kind of taken into this what I don't even know what to call it it's just a it's like an intellect mental rabbit hole or something um yeah but but everything i mean the our society our our like focus on material things um which is all it's all good it's all it is all part of it but it's also easy to just and also and then also our scientific minded orientation which is across all of our modern you know globe is yeah. is a, orientation that's very three-dimensional third-dimensional and focused on proof cold hard facts and like intellect and there's no it's 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 ridiculous it's I don't talk about this stuff ever with anybody because you basically get laughed at Um, yeah (laughs) so it's it's totally not (laughs) it's not part of most people's at least open orientation with the world, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's shamed, you know, it's like you're, I'm not, I would not call myself religious at all, but you do get kind of lumped in with um, people who, who are ignorant and like, you know, it's like very, very taboo to believe that's, beyond what we can see with our eyes I know I'm sorry that that's your experience too I like you know like I just think I've 
uh, I don't know why. <laughs> it's weird to me, but ever since I was a little kid, people have been like, you're crazy. And I think I didn't, I don't know why, but I didn't mind. Like for some reason being like a weirdo, kind yeah. of I liked it. But like at this point, like obviously, like, I mean, I'm. it's still shocking when like people come up to me after shows all the, uh, uh, like every other show and are like, so I've never told anyone this, but here's my like UFO experience. Here's my ghost, ex- yeah. you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh yeah, like people do think of me as their like, r- r- you know, person that they can talk to, but it's just, it is weird to live in this world where it's weird that you're like into aliens or like <laughs> into like spirituality or like alternative, whatever. It's just like, I think it's, so I forget, you know, it's funny. It is like, people like definitely think it's really weird which i think is so weird i know <laughs> no. <Me too. laughs> it's, um, like who chooses what's normal is so strange to me yeah, um, yeah. And, and why are people so caught up in like uh what other people think too you know like yeah. people are offended or they're like upset by what maybe you and i think but that's just that's what we, everyone gets the right, has the right to believe. And, and same with anyone who's choosing other than what I'm choosing. Yeah. Um, but so many people, it like, we get all worked up when we're like, well, what? They can't believe that. They shouldn't yeah. believe like, that. How can they believe Hasn't it been? <laughs> yeah, totally. No, for sure. It's, you're, for sure. It's funny though. And I'm sorry that that happens to you. So we can talk about this stuff anytime. Yeah. Um, but, um, do you feel like, um, that time just totally curious is, do you feel like time slowed down in those like times that where there was something, you know, like, cause your body is also real and reacting in it with its own hormones and chemicals while other things are happening. Do you feel like time slowed down or sped up or do do you have any remembrance of how time felt? Um, it's where everything seemed, you mean, while like I was in the, like, yeah. Well, the um, everything felt very slow. Okay. It was like everything slowed down. Okay. And I was just like breathing, you know, I just remember breathing or feel it just felt like an eternity kind of yeah um, sorry and it i'm just no. uh i just think it's interesting um yeah also to it's just your body is still having its reactions to yeah. i i'm like so disconnected from my body that i call my body it like <laughs> i'm just like oh it's blah 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 and i'm like them in my head or whatever but well, i feel like that i feel like that's kind of common yeah. I, I, I noticed doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you like, like, I guess I, just one thing I'm curious about is um, you specifically like call in stuff at different times. And then like during the rest of the time, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, I always wondered that with people that are super like religious that are like call upon right like god or something it's like well what's happening the rest of the time you know what i mean like yeah yeah i do um 
Yeah, it's I don't I don't know. I've I've um I mean, I think I'm pretty in my head a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like going through my own neurotic whatever. That's yeah. part. And and that's probably why I I kind of have to call on some help. Yeah. Got to get out of my own head. But um Yeah, I mean I do I do things like I do yoga. I do stuff to get kind of yeah. in my body. Feel. Do you have like a daily routine? I do. I mean, I do stretches and um, and every day, and then I do yoga every other day or something, which really helps me. And then and then Guy and I did a Reiki um, healing uh, training. I guess I want to do that really bad. Yeah, you should, and um, we should connect you with. Laura, yeah, amazing. Please, Um, yeah, and we do um, part of one of the practices is this thing called gasho, which is holding your hands like that, and you um, and you focus on the Reiki ideals. I don't know if Guy maybe mentioned this stuff when you Mm -hmm. talked to him, but that's something that we do twice a day now, and the ideals are: do not anger, do not worry, which is a really big one for me um have gratitude for the blessings of your life um be honest with yourself and in your work which i feel like is a really important one um yeah. sometimes I'm like i'm like that i would have a hard time remembering that one for some reason so i'm like where am i <laughs> no that's good to rem- it's good to notice what is happening you know yeah. <laughs> that's and then cool. be, and then be compassionate to yourself and to all other beings so that's been really um it's it's affected me a lot and I I feel like I kind of every morning set the intention um and I have like a water ritual too that I do um because I've gotten really into the idea of of the living waters and um and structured water and drinking pure water and and actually like um what can, what does that mean? Okay, this is another um, very very important. Water is the name of the game in my. I have been like beaten over the head with the word water. Please tell me why. <laughs> why? Well, I'm curious. Why? What do you, What do you mean? Uh I well, I'm. I'll just be really quick. Is I I ask for messages and I receive them. And I've been, it's just been like water, 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 water for like um, this week. So I think maybe you're why. Can you tell me why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess it start, I started really getting into water <laughs> um, or thinking about it a lot when, when we lived on the farm and we had fresh water from the well on our farm and um I've kind of never been able to just turn on, I mean, other than when I grew up, I grew up on the farm, but um, it's been so long since I've been able to just turn on the tap and drink pure water, um, which is a crazy thing to think about what we do to our water and municipal water systems and, um, and then drinking bottled water, which is, it's maybe better than the tap water, but it's also kind of weirdly stifled and not yeah it seemed like 
the ideal either. Um, and let a, like aside from all the plastic stuff, which is a whole. Yeah, this I've been a really bad person this year, being on <laughs> tour and like not trusting water. Well, that, to... I mean, same, I know. Yeah. It's and I've I... been like shame, shame on me for my plastic <laughs> usage. I will say that, but okay, sorry, go really ahead. Really hard. It's really hard. I mean, the same with me because I avoid plastic if at all possible, always. But um. But yeah, when you're on tour, that's kind of the, you just can't, you have to. That's your prize is water. Like your I water know. bottle is your prize on tour. It's like, oh my God, they remember to give us water. Yeah. That's not going to spill on stage. Yay. Yeah. Oh my God, I get water today. Oh boy. <laughs> you know. I know. I think of the middle ages when like <laughs> the, <laughs> what they, I think from what I've heard, learned, yeah. <laughs> I think, but um that they would that beer and like wine things fermented alcoholic beverages were created to make the water safe to drink there because water wasn't safe to drink Ew. so people were just drinking beer yeah they, that makes sense and so like if you don't drink on tour or whatever you you're not getting your hydration because that's yeah so <laughs> so I want to go back to um, you and water. <laughs> like yeah. what? So what do you do? So, you, yeah. Sorry. Please. No, no. Yeah. I, um, I, let's see. I found, I found this woman, Veda Austin, and she, she does these experiments with water where she puts an image underneath a petri. Have you heard of her? She, no, but I've I I've done what you're talking about, and now I want to know why. I yeah. think I I yeah. Go ahead, please. Yeah, continue. So, she, so it's the idea of like there's the Emoto, the Japanese um, scientist who talked about putting words on the water, like peace or love, and then experiments with that, and then experiments with putting the word hate or war, and what that does did to the microscopic version of water in its structure and these the the positive words created more beautiful symmetrical structures and the negative words created pretty chaotic disordered structure and so this woman veda austin kind of took it to this art level where she was putting uh, she has a whole long story that's really amazing. You should check her out. If you yeah, know. I narrate it down. Yeah. Um, but she would put like a smiley face under the water or a picture <laughs> of a heart and then would freeze the Petri dish of water and then take photos of it with like, I, I guess it was a, it's a lens. Maybe it's even normal because I think you could see it. Um, but the water would create an exact replica of the image that she put it over. So wow. it is so wild. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and shows that there's that water potentially has consciousness um, able to to perceive that, to see this and then replicate it in a in the way that that we can see with our bare eyes you know Whoa, that's crazy 
Sure. Amazing. Um, so, so I started thinking a lot more about water and the potential consciousness of water and then going kind of deeper into it. There's another woman named Isabel friend, and she is really amazing. She has, um, a free kind of introduction to water and, and, and the consciousness of water. Wow. So I just kept going kind of deeper and deeper into that. Yeah. Found this um, thing called an analemma structuring wand. And it has, <laughs> it has like um, perfectly structured water in this crystal tube and you stir your water with it. And the way it works is that the crystalline perfect structure of this water is transfers that structure to the water that you're stirring it's Mm -hmm. all like you have to just basically believe you know i mean it i i don't there there is maybe they talk about the science of it i guess they probably do but i just i'm kind of like i'm yeah you know i'm whatever the ritual is yeah yeah like conscious with this water well that's what all yeah that's what everything is is your ritual and your intention so it's like yeah that is everything is real (laughs) like there you know uh but that's super cool so do you like do you do that like in the morning or is that a like all day I do it throughout the day every glass of water that I have but anyway the I, I'll go back to why I mentioned that was because that's kind of the first thing I do in the morning is, is kind of focus on the water and what I'm taking into my body. And then the way that I can bring that coherence out into the world in all of my interactions with people, because if we can transfer like a perfectly crystalline structure of water into our water through another wand yeah. Can we all be like these these perfect wands that are influencing the other people around us into more coherence or alignment? Um, so that's kind of the way that's the way I think about just the what I can bring to the world because there's so much that's just horrific that's happening now, that's happening always. Um and it's and it's always been this thing of like either feeling like totally just cutting off any feeling of being connected to the world because it's too hard to deal with or taking it in and then feeling completely powerless and discouraged. Um, And kind of the best way that I feel like I can approach it all is to, is to do what, little I can in my tiny little environment you know Um, yeah well I don't know how you feel about this but I feel pretty I feel like um everyone's here for different reasons a lot of people forgot their reasons they're here and that's okay like this is kind of like a fun place like earth is fun there's you know you get to eat fun stuff and you get a like hug people and play with animals and like go on planes and whatever there's all this fun it's a fun experience it's an experience but it's like I feel like you probably are here to like be a wand for other people (laughs) and help their wands like that seems like probably your way of helping and like 
if you were here hyper-focused on just the bum-out shit and missing the point of your purpose, then other people that you turn on wouldn't find their purpose. And like, that's the grievous sin of them all is people (laughs) not doing their, their purpose here. And, um, I think you're doing perfect. (laughs) I I think you're really cool. And, uh, yeah. And I think that it's, it is really hard. Like, I don't know, we put out a record called under the spell of joy in the middle of COVID. And it was like, how are you supposed to do this right now? How can I even have that word? Like, how can I put joy into this world? And then I was like, what? What? How? Yeah. <laughs> what? Why are you being so weird? Like, if you can't do that, <laughs> like, then that's really, that's the biggest shame of all is like, you know, it isn't like she didn't be socially mad enough about this thing is so not why we're here um some people are and i think that's cool like some people are here to be the ones that lead us to anger and that when it's time but some of us are supposed to be here to like help people feel good about themselves enough so they can find out if they're a fighter or if they're yeah you know it's like that's such a good (laughs) that's such a good point and so important to remember because there is a lot of there's a lot of like guilt feelings you know yes (laughs) and and a lot of a a feeling of maybe being shamed for not speaking out about certain things or whatever yeah yeah just kind of keep going back to I have to be true to what feels right yeah feels like it's my offering you know yeah your offering exactly is like just yeah what you were saying before or just all that you've been saying it's like you everyone not everyone has the same things that they can give out and not everyone's supposed to be the exact same and like it does feel really bad because I think a, a lot of people's perspective is you have the opportunity to tell everybody about this thing why aren't you doing it it's like yeah I have that exact same opportunity to tell everyone what I'm my thing that I you know like and that's hard most of of all by having a podcast and sharing (laughs) you are I don't know if you want to share any last thoughts or if you have anything coming up that you want people to know about or both you know I'm kind of taking a I'm easing into the holiday season and I'm gonna be I'm working on a record so that is but but nothing outward into the world other than you know other than my um best attempt at 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 aligning the crystalline structure of of the water that's great news I'm I'm I feel you that's what I'm doing too like just just being uh, like here for the first time I'm not yeah. going to be present as fuck until the uh, first but thank you so much for coming here um, and I'm so glad that we get to be friends now <laughs> yeah thanks Bonnie yeah, I'll see you later bye bye